for his revolution. The school would enlist the purest of born-again Christians in a war to transform America by training them to occupy the highest offices in the land. Year after year, it would churn out future congressmen, governors, and federal judges until they finally had the majority. Few students will know more about the political ramifications of reinforcing homosexuality through special rights than ours, he told me. One day, he bragged, he would introduce the ultimate graduation day speaker, President So-and-So, an alumnus of Patrick Henry. It all sounded a little far-fetched. After all, he hadn't even laid the first brick. Then Bush ran for president as a born-again former alcoholic and won. Suddenly, Ferris seemed much less delusional. In the early winter of 2005, I visited again. The central building, Founders Hall, was now an impressive Federalist structure. Inside, the walls were covered with posters for an upcoming production of Oscar Wilde's An Ideal Husband. A Whiffenpuff-style singing group occupied the grand staircase. After talking to some kids having lunch, I concluded they were some of the most anal, competitive teenagers I had ever come across. They input their daily schedules into Palm Pilots in 15-minute increments. Read Bible, do crunches, take shower, study for Latin quiz, write debate briefs. After Jesus Christ, they bowed down to the 1600s, the handful of kids each year who'd gotten perfect scores on the SAT. The atmosphere was much more Harvard than Bob Jones. They resembled the overambitious junior executives who populate the Ivy League these days, only without the political apathy. Hardly a dorm window, car bumper, bathroom mirror, or laptop went unsullied by some campaign slogan for George Bush, John Thune, Bobby Jindal, or one of the many Christian conservatives who won during the 2004 campaign. Many students had taken a sanctioned two weeks off classes to volunteer for campaigns, and they were giddy with victory. One senior told me how she'd sacrificed a couple of weekends helping out Bush advisor Carl Rove. One Saturday afternoon, he stopped by to give her a thank you present. Good thing it was an ice cream sandwich, or I would have kept it forever. You are the tip of the spear, Ferris likes to tell his students at morning chapel, drawing on his limitless arsenal of military metaphors. Polls would place them among the 29% of Christian teens who attend church weekly, pray, read the Bible, and describe religion as extremely important in their lives. Sociologically speaking, they are a parent's dream. They are less likely than most teenagers to cut classes, do drugs, have sex, get depressed, feel alone or misunderstood, talk back, or lie. Within the third of Americans who call themselves evangelical or born again, they make up an elite core, focused, disciplined, and not prone to distraction. When they use the word Christian, they are speaking their own special language. To them, a Catholic or Mormon, with some exceptions, is not really a Christian. Someone who goes to church three times a year and sings hymns is not a Christian. Someone who goes to church every Sunday and calls themselves evangelical is not even necessarily a Christian. She thought I was nice, and Jesus was a great guy, and she went to church a lot. 
but she wasn't a Christian. Farris once told a group of students about an acquaintance, and they understood exactly what he meant. To them, a Christian keeps a running conversation with God in his or her head always, Monday through Sunday, on subjects big and small, and believes that at any moment God might in some palpable way step in and show he either cares or disapproves. On the issues that have come to define the modern Christian right, the students at Patrick Henry generally cleave to orthodoxy. During my year and a half on campus, I never heard any student argue that homosexuality is not a sin or that abortion should be allowed in any circumstances. I heard people criticize Bush, but only from the right. After the 2004 campaign, I heard a rumor that someone had voted for John Kerry. I chased down many leads, all dead ends. If